This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Did you trust your partner when they had like a bachelor or bachelorette, bachelorette party? Because she's not 100% sure, and here's her reason of why. It's time for a new group therapy on this Monday. Jess, what is this? Listeners reach out to us when they're going through something in their life, and sometimes you just kind of need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I do our best to give advice, and then we also turn to you so you can help out your neighbor too. If you ever want to be on this segment, you can email me, Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Rachel from Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. So what's happening? Um, I think I need to be there for my uh, fiance's bachelor party so nothing goes wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations are, are due here. Yeah, I do first feel of like. all, before we go on any yeah. further, like, congratulations to you guys. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, maybe this sounds crazy, but maybe I sound overbearing, but he's telling me that he wants to go over to Ocean City for his bachelor party. Okay. Mm-hmm. With some of his friends. And when I heard that, like, right away, it made me feel uncomfortable because I know his friends. And two out of his three friends are just trouble. Yeah. Um, He's one of those guys that kind of gets influenced easily Mm. and knows the type of behavior his friends do. And I just feel like they're going to be a bad influence on him. Well, are you going to, like, go? Are you trying to, like, go and do these things with them? Like, you want to go to Ocean City with them? Like, what exactly do you plan on doing? No, like, I don't want to actually go to the the bachelor party with him, but to at least be in the vicinity, get a hotel in that area, you know, just in case um, somebody needs to be picked up. I just want to make sure I'm there because, like, Ocean City is, like, two and a half hours away. Well, here's a, is it maybe a dumb question, but do, do you trust your husband or your fiancé? It's just his friends that I don't trust. Mm-hmm. And something did happen, like, over a decade ago. He actually got a DUI back then. And I don't want that happening again. Well, I mean, well, of course not, but... Have y'all been together that long? No, we've only been together for about two and a half years, but he told me that story and I've never forgot it. Mm. I mean, yeah, but like, I wouldn't want to be judged on the actions I was doing 10 years ago. (laughs) I mean, for real, like I'm a completely different person. And I, I mean, I don't... I don't know. So you're so you're questioning should I just go and be nearby 
in case anything happens. And you swear to us you're not going to, like, spy. You're not going to, like, You're not going to, like, be doing check-ins with him because I think that's my biggest fear is, like, because if you're there... If you're just like if you're hanging around in the area or you're like checking in, checking in with him so much that he can't even have fun because he's too worried about the fact that you're keeping tabs on him when he should be enjoying yeah. his bachelor party with his buddies. I mean, that's not something I would try to do. Um, I just want to feel like more comfortable being in the area just in case something happens. Okay. Uh, 410-583-1065. Let's get the phone calls going. Rachel says, I feel like I should be nearby mm-hmm. my fiance's bachelor party in Ocean City just in case I'm needed. Bad idea, good idea. Jess? Rachel, I don't think you should do it. I understand your concern of wanting to be there just in case something happens, but... Your fiance is a grown man, and if he's going to do something dumb, he's going to do something dumb. And, like, you can't always take on that role and that anxiety for the rest of your marriage either. I think, yeah, you don't trust his friends, but at the end of the day, you have to trust your soon-to-be husband to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. Because it comes down to him no matter what. I don't think we can hold a... DUI that many years ago over his head. But to play devil's advocate here, would it really even interfere? You know what I mean? Like, she's not going to be there. She's not going to show up. And if it'll ease her anxiety, just devil's advocate, mm-hmm. if it'll ease her anxiety, does it really matter where she is that night? Probably not. Sierra from Crumpton, thank you for holding. Sure. Uh, what do you think? I mean, does this sound like a good idea so at least she just can, like, rest her anxieties for the night and if something does happen, at least she's there? That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, probably, that's bad then. Uh, he does not trust him. And I would, if I was him, I would, I, would, I would run as fast as I could. He's going to live with that the rest of his life. So you don't... He goes to the store and uh-huh. ducks him back in time or... Okay. Okay, so you think this may just be excuse number one, but this could also lead to like him not being able to do anything by himself for the rest of time? Yes. Do you think, though, that the DUI, she can still be concerned this many years later? Because, obviously, like, it, you know, it did happen in the past. No, because if his buddies are taking him and they're, they're driving place to place, you know, it doesn't mean he's necessarily going to be driving all the time. If you're going to, uh, where did you say, Atlantic City? Ocean, Ocean City, City, yeah. There, you know, there's strips there, and that's probably the big deal with all the strip uh, strip clubs and this, that, and the other. Uh-huh. They're all on the strip, and they're really not driving a whole lot. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, I see that. All right, good. The hotels are right there on the boardwalk. Sure. Been there. Right. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate that. Certainly. Have a nice day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Emma from Bel Air, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. So, I mean, do you think she should end up going on her fiance's bachelor party? I got to be honest. I don't, I've never called into a radio station before, but when I heard this story, I had to call in because I had a, a run in with my husband when my husband went on his bachelor, you know, party and yeah. his friends are a terrible influence and he, they egged him on to cheat on me and he did. And so I think Wait, absolutely- what? Yeah, they're a terrible influence. You get guys together, you get alcohol involved, and it's just bad news bears from the beginning. What do you Wait, mean? Are you, guys, are you guys still together? So your you're now husband cheated on you when before you guys yeah, got married? I didn't find out about it until after we actually got married, and it was a really big problem for us. It took us a really long time to work through that, and that's not the way you want to start a marriage. What do you, you mean know? they so. made him cheat on you? I'm sorry. I don't understand that. 
They, they're they a terrible group of friends. He doesn't hang out with them anymore because once I found out about that, I was done with them. I mean, they egged him on. I don't really know all the details, but I know my husband, and he wouldn't have done that unless his friends. Wow, okay. Okay, so then, really, like, you know. you, so your advice, then, for someone that's been in a similar spot, what do you, what do you think she should do? She said, don't even ask permission. Don't even tell him. She just needs to be nearby and keep an eye out because it's not worth starting your marriage off on the wrong foot, you know, just for a night of drinking and bad decision making. So I think she definitely needs to go. She needs to be there. Don't ask any questions and don't even tell him that, you know, that she's there. And hopefully it'll be fine. But if not, she knows what she's dealing with. Wow. Okay. All right. Hey, glad you're calling. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Hey, Shelby, what do you think about this? I mean, should she go and just at least she didn't say, I'm not going to spy. I'm just going to be near in case something happens. Near the area. I, I know, but that's still weird. Would you want him to come to your bedroom like party and just be there just to be there? Just to <laughs> that's why you have friends. Yeah. And if they're not a good group of friends, you have to separate from them. Well, you know, I, I agree. But what do you think? What if you can't trust your partner's friends? I mean, that's what it sounds like. And we had, we had another caller that called her a couple of minutes ago, too. Obviously, I heard her. Yeah. And that, was a red flag because if your husband loved you before that situation occurred, it doesn't matter how much peer pressure because that's what that is. It would not have made a difference. That's a red flag in itself. Totally. So, so you're, you're thinking like if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't care if you're nearby, if you're not. And if you don't trust him enough to go, like to not be nearby, then you don't trust him enough, period. Ever. Yes. That's, that is just, uh, the whole situation is weird. I feel like the lady that called before me, I think that she, she she's a great woman. She's a great woman. Because that that wouldn't have flew. (laughs) Yeah. You you wouldn't have put up with it? No, not at all. Because (laughs) friends are no friends. You have your own mind, your own conscience. You knew that what you were doing in the moment, drunk or inebriated, whatever, that you were doing the wrong thing. Yeah. 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 You knew that was not me. So what would you say then? So what do you say? Like, obviously, if she's feeling this way, I mean, should they just not even get married? It's not even not even get married. You give him as much trust as you can. And if he breaks it, then you know that's a conversation y'all have to have after that day, after the bachelor party, because that's something you cannot predict. You can't just assume that he's going to be at his worst. What if he's trying to be good because he knows the situation? He knows how you feel. Uh-huh. Jess, how do you feel about that? Well, no, I think it's true. It's like you're not even giving him a chance to, like, prove anything to you. And again, no, I just don't you think... Just, you're just going to be there. Exactly. Watching, for something to happen. You didn't even give him a chance. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's just not... You can't be You can't be there to save the day every single time. Like, he's a grown yeah. man. Yeah, every time he goes exactly. out to the bar, you can feel the same way. Yeah, yeah no. I see it. I feel it. Okay. Thank you for calling us. Of course. See you guys later. Have a good day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Right? Hello. Good morning. I think so. Yeah, there we are. What's up, 6 o'clock club? We do it again. Another Monday. Five more sleeps. Five more <laughs> sleeps. Is that what it is? Five more or four? Uh, I think it's four more sleeps yes. on Friday. Yes, yes. Four more sleeps. Four more sleeps. To think there's some of your neighbors that are still enjoying their <laughs> slumber. I know. That's why we do this right now. It's like a support group for early morning people. We call this a six o'clock club. It's anybody in Maryland that's awake this early in the morning, especially on a Monday. We want to give you a shout out. So text us 410 583 1065, and we'll do just that. Jess. Beautiful Beverly. Good morning. Jim at USCG is here. Delightful Debbie. Stephanie Lynn. Stephanie in Nottingham. Josie in PA. Hope Adobe is here. Terrence, good morning. Our Kinder Care ladies, Karen and Amber. Sarah and Stu. Annabelle and her mommy in Haver de Grace. Lori is here. Lisa, good morning. Nick Sky. Michelle from Columbia, Lisa, BTSZ, Amanda from the Eastern Shore, good morning, Christine, uh, Shelby, the PT, our NICU nurse, Kelly, good morning, uh, Brenda, the rideshare driver, good morning, Francesca, our nurse at Johns Hopkins, good morning, and Ryan from Gettysburg, happy Monday. Can you give me one unprofessional moment for one second? I don't think you expect much out of us this early in the morning. But... Ew. <laughs> There's been so many people in the studio. That was the a, last couple of days. That was some Lysol. Lysol. You've been talking in that mic, mic the I last know. 15 minutes, so what's the difference? We got this close into it. I was like, ugh. ugh. It's so germaphobic in here sometimes. Yeah, we had a radiothon on Thursday, Friday. How are you feeling after that, Jess? Uh, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy. Thank you to everyone that was hanging out and and texting us and donating. It's a very it's probably the most magical thing ever yeah, it's pretty to be a cool part of and to witness. To see so many people come together. The total that we have as of now is $1.35 million raised in two days, mm-hmm. which is like stupid. Yeah, it's crazy. Just think about that. That's point, an increase from last year as well. $1.35 million raised for Johns Hopkins Children's Center. Mm-hmm. And honestly, well, Friday wasn't our greatest moment, but... 
Thursday, six o'clock club. Like y'all came out the like, out the gate running. I mean, but Friday thing. was the delay. They yeah. all the weather and stuff. So Can't that was the the fact that you know I think at the end we made up for it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so like this time on Friday, keep in mind we're doing the radiothon, right? And it was like two text messages. No one's listening. Literally, like, and it's we have we only have two days. We can't screw this up. We can't delay it. We can't. And the do night before, our internet was like shutting down. Internet went down. And- so our last hour in the six o'clock of. Thursday was kind of rough and yeah. then we come in and like the phone this is no exaggeration the phone rang one time between 6 and 6.30 and we were mm-hmm. like well this ain't gonna be a great year but then y'all came around and pulled it together and it was yeah 1.35 we'll get a final total because there's more money calculated and people can still make donations through the weekend so 7.30 this morning, we'll get the official grand total of Radiothon. But honestly, I hope you could have been here for some of it. I know it's an emotional couple of days, but I mean, it's an emotional topic. Mm-hmm. And when the world got super heavy and crazy, we still showed up and made it bigger than last year. So just appreciate you for that. All right. Well, if we must, then we start a Monday show. Here we go. Text us 410-583-1065. Now. Now. Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Happy Black History Month. And for the month of February, we've been taking time each morning to honor black Americans and the accomplishments that are too often forgotten. And as we close the commemorations today, we remember Private First Class James Anderson Jr. He was the first African-American U.S. Marine to receive the Congressional Medal of Honor. And Private First Class James Anderson Jr. died on February 28th in 1967 during a sacrificial act of heroism. The Medal of Honor is America's highest military decoration and was awarded to Anderson for sacrificing his life for his fellow soldiers by grasping a grenade and shielding the explosion with his body to protect their lives. Without hesitation and with complete disregard for his own personal safety, he reached out, grabbed the grenade, pulled it to his chest and curled around it as it went off. And although several Marines were hit by the debris from the grenade, his body absorbed the the majority of the force from the explosion. Wow. That's unbelievable. So today we remember him and yeah, honor him. For sure. Number two. A woman in Maryland is trending online after finding her phone that she lost nearly 10 years ago that was stuck in her toilet. Her name is <laughs> Becky Beckman, and she and her husband were having trouble with their toilet last week. They heard a banging sound every time they flushed, so they decided to plunge it. And when they did, Becky pulled out something that was lodged in their pipes, and it was her iPhone no. that was deeply lodged in the toilet for almost 10 years. Becky said she lost the phone back on Halloween in 2012. And in a post on Facebook, she said that she thought it was mysterious that her phone vanished without a trace out of nowhere. But eventually, she just gave up looking for it and bought a new one. But apparently, it was literally in her toilet this entire time. We have got to get this woman on the phone. How does that happen? I, I mean, know. we've all had those nights. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's Halloween. Like, you wake up and you're like, what did I do? It's like, dude, where's my car? But like, iPhone edition. You know what I mean? You're that like, is where, so scary, where too. Can my, where can my phone go? And like, literally got lodged in the toilet? Could you locate it in 2012? No. Was that an option? There was not like a find my iPhone okay. back then. I was, I was about to say. If it was say, gone, it was gone. Well, also, how annoying would that be is if she could see it and it was in the house and she couldn't find oh, it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That'd be so annoying. Yeah. Name again one more time. Becky Beckman. Who knows her? <laughs> She'd be on her morning show back in the 80s. Becky Beckman with traffic. Um, yeah, anybody know Becky Beckman? Will you get in touch with us? Because I want to hear this story firsthand. I need to know what was happening that night. 
of Halloween. We can't just leave it at that. Like, you know that's an epic story somewhere, you know? Let us know. Number one. Amanda Bynes wants to end her nearly nine-year-long conservatorship. She reportedly filed court documents last week. Amanda's mother, Lynn Bynes, has had full legal control over Amanda's personal, medical, and financial affairs since 2013 after the actress allegedly set fire to a driveway. But unlike Britney Spears' situation, there's been no trouble in the Bynes family. Bynes has full support from her parents to be on her own. Her former uh, her former lawyer says that her conservatorship could be terminated whenever it was no longer convenient and that she's also doing really well besides anxiety and trauma. And Amanda believes her condition is improved and protection of the court is no longer necessary. The 35-year-old actor graduated from fa- the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising back in 2019, and she actually has a hearing on her conservatorship set for March 22nd. I mean, we low-key gave her the Britney treatment, too, though. Remember? No, not even low-key. Totally. Because when she was on, you know, remember on social media, she was, like, posting all this stuff. Well, and, like, she's so crazy. Everyone, what a crazy person. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to see her doing well, and hopefully this works out for her. But she was, like, our girl for a minute. This is what we do. Like, make people our people. And then we, like, completely hate on them. And then we, like, bring them back. And I don't know why they have to go through this weird cycle sometimes with celebrities, because it's true. Think about it. You love somebody, and we hate them, and then there's, like, back to, like, the love. It's bizarre. This is Justin. That was your top three. Every now and then, we have to take a look up north. Because there's some confusion mm-hmm. of reality up there, I feel like, at times. And we call this segment P.A. So Cray Cray. <laughs> Not that anyone still says Cray Cray, but uh, no, yeah. what else are you going to rhyme with P.A.? Yeah, nobody says Cray Cray anymore. But also, before <laughs> we get into it, don't think we're over here not saying that we have our own issues, because we definitely do. I wish but that woman had her iPhone clogged in a toilet for exactly, 10 years. Exactly. That's what we're doing over yeah. here. But in P.A., things are just a little more like it, random and bizarre. It's just the weirdest news stories come out of Pennsylvania. And I've been proving this to you now for a year and a half. Ever since we moved here, I just start going to the news, and I'm like, what is happening up north? I don't understand it. So every now and then we pop on here, and we're like... Tell me if I'm wrong, but PA is just a bizarre place at times. Jess, let's say that you were going to um, rob a CVS pharmacy. Okay. Okay, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. All right. What What would you steal? If you had to steal anything out of a CVS, what would you steal? If I was going to CVS, what would I steal? Mm-hmm. Probably like candy. Maybe <laughs> <Pretty> 12. <laughs> You know, like something easy, nothing to draw too much attention to myself. I mean, I would think if I was lip gloss. <laughs> you know, that's what I would the world's take. worst criminal. Mascara, uh, mascara is expensive. I'm thinking if I broke into a CVS, I would easily steal the drugs out of the pharmacy. Oh, because you could, you could sell those. You know what I mean? Jess is over here taking uh, like the. I'm like, I really, I get all my lip stuff there, so what? I'd get makeup. <laughs> Let me take you up to uh, Lancaster. For a second, there is uh, three people that have been charged with stealing over a thousand dollars in Yankee candles. Candles <laughs> from CVS. This actually happened last October, but the cops just made the arrest. Uh-huh. These thieves, by the way, in their early twenties. Oh man, they thought they were chilling. October's a while ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were hit with a felony. It was felony retail theft. And criminal conspiracy charges at young 20s, by the way. Um, so two suspects, I guess, turned themselves in after four months of feeling guilty with these candles. Yeah. And the police is still looking for the third as of this morning, by the way. But like... Why the candles? That's So this is where the question comes in. Like, what were thieves looking to do... With a thousand dollars in Yankee candles. Well, I, is this like a brand? Like, I yeah, don't know Yankee what candles kind of... is like 
It's like the go-to. I wouldn't even say it's like the fancy brand, but it's like the, it's like your. Are they making something, or honestly, or what if they have, or what if they're just trying to set the vibe, set the mood? This is like what detectives are trying to figure out now. Why candles in the are world, expensive? Not gonna lie, depending say, on if they are. A Yankee candle costs probably fifteen dollars. Okay, so those pricey, are expensive. Pricey, but like. But how do you walk out? Because candles are loud. <laughs> this is all the questions that are being asked right now. Also, why in the world did CVS have $1,000 worth of Yankee candles in stock to be stolen in the first place? What do you mean? I mean, it's not like CVS is known for their candle selection. I mean, thousands- I mean to like, be honest, I've never looked, but now I'm going to go look. How I mean, do you get them out? I know. I don't know what they put them without in. Without anyone noticing. And obviously, nobody saw them do this because it took them four months to actually find these kids in the first place. Oh, wow. So, listen. I don't make up the news. I just report it. And that's why PA so cray-cray this morning. Tell me if I'm allowed to feel a little rejected over this dating situation. And it actually is a continuation from last week's saga. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you last week that I had met this girl. Actually, it was after telling a really bad dating story on air and she messaged me on Instagram and she said, well, if you had a really bad first date, let me give you the best first date ever. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of went back and forth or scheduling or whatever. We were supposed to hang out last weekend and after a super annoying, slow response chain, she canceled on me like an hour before we were supposed to hang out. Yeah, right? yeah. So, And you asked us if you should continue talking to right, her. Because she wanted to reschedule, Yeah, remember? And I said, uh, I'll check my schedule. And then I said, how about Saturday? And by Tuesday's show of last week, hadn't heard a word back from her. Yeah, right? even though I told you not to talk to her ever again. Yeah. And a lot of listeners well, said the I'd same already thing. Well, I'd already sent it. That was it. So I don't, and, and she didn't respond after I confirmed to her reschedule. Yeah. She didn't say a word. It had been 48 hours. I hadn't heard anything. Mm-hmm. That night, she actually texted me back. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, Saturday sounds great. Now, this is after three days. This is supposed to be this last Saturday then, it's right? supposed to be this, this upcoming Saturday. So honestly- Wait, upcoming or this last one that just this passed? This previous Saturday. Okay, okay, right? okay. But at this point, it's Tuesday night when uh-huh. I got this text saying, yeah, Saturday sounds great. Okay, so, last Tuesday. Okay. You on the page? Same uh-huh. page? Okay. So- at this point, I don't put a lot of stock into it because the last week situation where she kind of blew me off and Obviously. we've been trying to meet up forever and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even respond back to that text message. I just was like, we'll, we'll see. see. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes, yeah. right? So we're sitting here. It's Thursday, 5.30 at Radiothon. Okay. And I get this text from her. PM? PM. Okay. Okay. Hope today is going well. I just got my a work event added to my calendar for this weekend, mm-hmm. and I wanted to give you a heads up that I can't do dinner Saturday night anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced our schedules are seriously flipped. Uh, my calendar has been changing so fast lately. I would like to meet up one day, but I don't want to make you feel the way I did last weekend. So maybe we could just try to plan a spontaneous day when we both have free time open, unless you're completely done before it even started. Ha ha. That was on Thursday? That was Thursday. Yeah. And so I let it sit for a second. And I was like, I don't even know what to say to this anymore. Like, this is getting so ridiculous. We started talking in December, mm-hmm. by the way. So I shot her a text back and I just said, I don't think I've ever had a woman cancel on me twice. Because I'm feeling kind of like icky about it at this point. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. you canceled on me like minutes before last time. And at least you gave me three days heads up here. But like, a work event? Uh-huh. And like, you, you don't want to try to like reschedule for earlier or later. Or, hey, let's make this still work or whatever. Yeah. So eight o'clock that night, 819 that night, she sends me just the wide eye emoji. Like, 
because you didn't text back. <laughs> well, all I said was, like, I don't think I've had a woman cancel me twice before. And she sent me the ah, big eyes emoji. Uh-huh. And so I responded the next morning. 4.21 a.m. Not <laughs> a good Friday. time to emotionally make a decision. But uh, yeah, Friday morning. I said, I said, honestly, I'm good. I'm sure if someone promised you the best first date ever and then canceled on you twice, you'd feel kind of meh about them too. Bummer. Take care. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Listen, I get it. Like, I get that like in dating, you got to put up with a lot of nonsense. Yeah. But I'm getting to a point. Like this one hurt for some reason. Well, it just didn't make any sense. It was very confusing because she reached out to you first and then the the cancellation that took place the first time was just kind of weird because you didn't have any set plans and yeah. it was like the day of and I don't know. I wouldn't have rescheduled her rescheduled with her in the first place, but like I don't know. You just got to let that one go. I guess it's getting hard because I feel like a human can only deal with rejection so many times until you start to take it personal. And now that I'm here and we've been here for a year and a half Mm -hmm. and like the most dates I've been on with anybody, I think is three, maybe four, four with it not working out. Mm -hmm. And I think after a while you just start to feel like crap. You just start to feel like bummed out. You start to feel like what's happening. Totally. And I just think that you should be a little more selective i think there was like a couple of red flags that we could have avoided to be honest and i think you were just hopeful so you like let them go she came after me no no but what i'm saying no but what i'm saying is like no not after that i'm saying like when it was like weird and you guys didn't even have a set plan in the first place and then the day of it got canceled i literally would not have talked to her after that point period you know what i mean so i just think just things like that it's like early on you know this you've been here before so i just feel like you don't have time to play games anymore and i feel like you are perfect aware of recognizing the red flags at this point. You know what I mean? Well, uh, here we are, the what, 28th, still single. Still single. <laughs> 2022, still single. On Monday, we do something on the show called Mom's Monday Motivation, because we all need a little motivation to get the week started. Get it kicked off on the right foot, right? Yeah. So there's nobody more motivational in the whole entire world other than my own mother, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So we bring her on the show and we say, listen, no pressure. But do something. But Say fix something. us, please. No pressure. <laughs> Just help us. Help. Just help us, please. My mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. If you want to go listen to that, it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. Uh, but for today, Mom, let's get some Mom's Monday motivation. What's happening? It's from Ola Joseph. Diversity is not about how we differ. Diversity is about embracing one another's uniqueness. Uniqueness is what you said? Uh-huh. Uniqueness. uniqueness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Embracing who we are for, embracing others for who they are. Yeah. All in all aspects, right? Yeah. And we could do that and we could just look at each other as fellow human beings and just try to love each other and accept each other for who we are and how we differ. Yeah. Because that's really a beautiful thing. One thing we always see differences is like a threat for some reason. I don't even know where that came from. but I, I, Or because you don't understand something yeah. maybe or because you've you've never met a person that you like that before. They have, you know, they come from a different background than you. And really it should be an opportunity to learn something new, you know? I think here yeah. the, the last day of Black History Month, that's actually a great thing to bring up of why, you know, why diversity is so important. Why it yeah. is what we, we, you know, Jess and I have spent the last 28 days 
every show delving into at least one Black History Month story. And it's not just because it's Black History Month and not just because we're like, oh, this is something we have to do is we're a radio station. Nobody forced us to do it. There's such a huge part of our history where we are pushing back something different when the entire Mm. time that shouldn't even taken place ever you and know? I think about when you realize how much impact every single culture has had every single person on the American society mm-hmm. right. and the ideas and the creations yeah. and every everything that's happened yeah. and so I, I love this quote today because it just goes to show like it doesn't matter if someone isn't you know they don't look like you aren't you know don't come from the same background as you but we have to embrace the uniqueness because no one is supposed to be the same. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. So the world would that. be a very boring place if it, if we were. Would be. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's your mom's Monday motivation for today. Uh, you can check out the podcast if you'd like, and it's called certified mama's boy on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Okay. Let's get a final count for Radiothon 2022. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, what a whirlwind. The last couple of days were. We got Cynthia on from Johns Hopkins with us. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, guys. So, uh, yeah, how are you feeling this morning? I know we're all like a little, little tired, a little yeah. tired after those last two crazy days. Tired, but I'm absolutely blown away by the magic of Baltimore and what they are doing for the kids at Johns Hopkins Children's Center. So cool, right? So in case you don't know, 33 years now, Mm -hmm. every single year around this time, we uh, we put together, we ask you, we come to you and say, listen, we've got a really amazing children's hospital, one of the best in the country right here in our own backyard, but they need our help. And there's so many families. Cynthia, you said over a thousand kids come through? A hundred thousand kids come through every single year. And no child is ever turned away and that's because of you listening right now and right. your donations and it's all hands on deck the entire state comes together everyone in our station building comes together and we try to do this and this year was was different last year was really challenging because of covid this year we had a lot of just a lot of a, weird nuances obviously with the heavy news days that we had the last couple of days with ukraine yeah. and everything we had weird internet outages on thursday our internet literally shut down <laughs> right for our no reason shut down the next day we had a weather delay there was just a lot of obstacles that we had to face just kind of very unexpected but you guys had our back we had a a total on friday night and we gave you all weekend to donate to keep your donations coming in for those that were stragglers and uh so this morning cynthia's here to give us our final total for radiothon 2022 cynthia you guys ready oh yeah All right, guys, Baltimore, your final Radiothon total is $1,361,137.33. Wow. How about that? That's crazy. That was was a a huge increase from Friday. I didn't know if we'd get that much more after uh, our big total on Friday. We we had 1.35. So we we get, yeah, over $10,000 more. That's incredible. That feels really, really good. So explain to everyone listening, where does that money go? We did 1.3. What is that going to do for us over the next year? Yeah, absolutely. So those dollars are going to be put to work. They're going to go towards helping our kids and providing 
all the things that insurance doesn't provide, purchasing equipment, helping with research, and just items to help our kids be kids while they're still at the hospital. Yeah. So thank you to every single person that came out. Here's what I, I want to make sure it doesn't happen, because I feel like we spend two really busy days out of the year, and then we kind of, you know, uh, life moves on, things get busy. There's, I'm sure, plenty of ways that we can support Johns Hopkins the rest of the year, too, when it comes to the Children's Center. How else can we continue to help? Yeah, so there are tons of ways that you guys can be involved. We have several signature events throughout the year, including our Kids Can't Wait 30-Day Miracle Movement in the fall, as well as tons of corporate campaigns and third-party events. You can find all the information at hopkinschildrens.org. Well, there we go. Amazing. Yes. Thank you, Cynthia. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you for Thank everything you. that you do. And Baltimore, Thank you. congratulations. A massive year again. 1.36 million dollars for radio thought let's clap for that yeah love you baltimore now these are the top three trending stories in the city the baltimore top three with jess number three a woman in maryland wrecked her car this month and then decided to use the license plate numbers to play the lottery and ended up winning twenty five thousand dollars the columbia resident wasn't injured in her recent accident thankfully but due to the fender bender her car had to be towed away so during her visit at a giant in Ellicott City, she placed a 50-cent straight bet for the Valentine's Day evening drawing. And then February 15th, midday drawing, used some of the license plate numbers from her towed away vehicle. The next day, she found out that she won $25,000. Wow. The winner said she has already put down a deposit on a new convertible. Hey, who is this? No name. We know somebody knows her, though. Yeah. Because you know if that was you, you'd be telling everybody. I want to hear, if anybody knows who this is, can you please let us know? Or, like, if it's you listening, like, we just want to hear that story. Because, like, what would you ever play the numbers from a wrecked car? I feel like those numbers would be ruined for me forever. I wouldn't even think to do that. I don't even no. know what my license plate numbers are. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know what every time, is. Because I live over in Fed Hill, and every time yeah. I have to do street parking, I always have to take a picture of my license plate yeah. to then type it in to see what it is. So, hey, that's a cool story, though. Number two. Twitter has announced that the company will match employee donations that support Ukrainian refugees at the company plans also to, to uh, gift its own gift as well. Twitter already had a policy of matching their employees' donations of up to $2,000 for eligible nonprofits around the world, but is now expanding those organizations to include ones working to support the nearly 120,000 Ukrainians who fled to nearby countries to avoid the violent Russian invasion. Twitter has also responded the, to the invasion in Ukraine by reinstating Twitter accounts that were reporting on Russian military movements that had been deleted in error. The company also offered advice to Ukrainian users like disabling location data that Russian intelligence could use to track their movements. And they're not the only social media organization trying to do right by Ukraine. Google, Facebook, and Twitter all announced this week that they are putting limits on Russian ads as well. I feel helpless in this situation. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. Like, I just don't know even what to do. I'm not even sure. Because these situations, I think all of us want to be proactive. And, of course, you can go on your social media and post whatever you want. But, like, I just feel like I wish there was something more I could physically do. But I don't I don't even have, have an avenue to be able to tell you to, like, promote, you know? We're looking for ways. If you can think of anything, you've got something, you want to text us, 410-583-1065. Number one. It seems like Kanye West is doing his best to keep Kim Kardashian from divorcing him. Kim has claimed that his social media posts have caused her emotional distress. And now Kanye is saying that she can't prove that he actually wrote the posts. 
According to paperwork Ye filed over the weekend, he's trying to say that the posts and social media in question cannot be used in court because they're considered double hearsay. Kim claims she's read something online allegedly by Kanye and characterizes the post in her declaration as misinformation, his lawyer says. Kim needed to offer the social media post into evidence and show that the posts were written by Kanye himself. In addition to that, Ye's attorney also claims that the, their prenup cannot be viewed as valid, at least not now, because apparently there's something in California that prenups signed after 2001 are invalid, and the only way that they can be validated is either during trial or if both parties agree. So if Ye hasn't agreed to the document's validity, it can't be enforced until there is a trial, and a hearing is set for this Wednesday. What? Yeah. So he's saying... So he's basically saying for Kim to claim that the posts are causing her distress. He's saying, well, no one can prove that yeah, I was I the one. Them. Yeah. I guess the only thing I mean, he can prove, though, because he true. posted. No, but he, I mean, yes, but however, this couldn't be applied to everything that he's done because it is true. There's no way to prove except I'm sure he has on. A team. There was a day, though, there was a day where he went online and posted a picture of himself saying, my account is not hacked and then signed the specific date. Yeah. So I feel like if true. anything, she can use that, Lord but it's a mess. I was hoping we come back after Radiothon. Everybody feeling good? No, we're still talking Kanye. So we'll see what happens now. All right. So this is Jess, and that was your top three. So let's uh, let's catch you guys back up with a talk me out of it. That's been God two three weeks now. Yeah. Um, we talked to Anonymous about a baby name. Mm-hmm. So Anonymous wanted to change her baby's name. It's her first son, second child. Um, change his name without telling her husband because her husband and his entire family wanted to name their son this family name that's been in their family for generations on generations. But it's just. Apparently, like she despised it, and they didn't even give her a chance yeah. or didn't listen to her at all whatsoever what she wanted. And so, yeah, we wanted to know what she was going to do. Hey, Anonymous. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Is how the question. Are you? Mom, mom, part two. I'm good. I'm tired. <laughs> I bet. No, I bet. Yeah. How, when, did, when did you actually, when did you give birth? Or when, yeah. yeah, when did you have the baby? I had the baby about a week and a half ago. Okay, well, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, uh, let's hop right into it. Did, what what name did you end up going with? Mm, well, um, so my husband filled out the birth certificate, mm-hmm. and he signed it, and left it for me to sign, and I signed my name, and I kind of crossed out the name, and I changed the baby name. Oh. <laughs> I did it. I did it. You I changed, changed the baby it. name. Is he pissed? I did. He's not happy at all. Um, he can kind of hardly look at me right now. Is his family pissed? They don't know yet. Oh. a very difficult conversation to have, with, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So how yeah. yeah how are how is that working out between you two right now? I like guess, yeah what? Not like you don't have enough going on with a freaking new baby. Yeah, I mean we are cordial and we we co-parent and he's there for me in so many ways. But he's so disappointed when he looks at me. Oh, it's so heartbreaking, man. So how are, yeah. how are you feeling? How do you feel about? Are you glad you did this now in hindsight? Honestly, yeah, I'm relieved. Like, not only does this kid um, will now be lacking generational trauma of the stigma of this name attached to him, um, but he will also have, like, you know, a little more uniqueness to himself. And um, overall, I feel good about it. I mean, if the family and if my husband wants to call him the name by a nickname, like, that's absolutely fine to me. But 
on paper, I think what I did is a lot easier for the child and for us going forward. Mm. <sighs> well, you sound confident with it. I mean, how are you? I mean, you, I, I, do you I made my bed. Yeah, like, are you happy with it? Like, you're, 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 you're fine. Like, you don't feel any guilt. Like, you're just like, this is what I had to do. It is what it is. Accept it. No, it is what it is. When I look at my son, I don't see this other name. I see this child, this name that I gave, and it's beautiful. And I'm, I'm happy with it. I just hope my husband can get on board with it. How do you think? Yeah, how do you think his family is going to take? It? In case you weren't here, a couple of, whenever we talked to you first time, was you were saying that his family's like you know this this name is so important, and that, that it was kind of a more of a them decision than a you decision anyway. Yeah, um, I don't think they're going to be very happy, but I've never been one to follow the rules, and they know that about me. So hopefully, they wow. can kind of see where I'm coming from with this. Yeah, and. Um, Good for you. I, I like I, I like where your head is. I'm just thinking as a couple. It's no, tough. I'm no. I'm sure this is going to be couple, like that's no, gonna be tough for a while. You know? It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad though that you feel confident with it because yeah. if you this morning were like, eh, I wish I wouldn't, then that would probably feel even worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've gone back and forth. I definitely have had my moments of regret with it, but overall, I think it's just a better option. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you feel good about it. I think what's important is we get a healthy baby on exactly. our hands. Exactly, and that's right? all that matters yeah. exactly. at the end of the that's day. What, that Hopefully. is what is important, 10 fingers, 10 toes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, thank you again. I know I'm sure there's a lot going on, but thank you so much for giving us the update. We always love to hear how these things end, so thank you. No problem. Thank you for the advice, honestly. I wasn't sure when I called, you know, originally, so you helped me decide. Well, that's what, uh, what it's all about, so thanks for being a part of the show. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 